Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 2023 has seen some WWE title reigns that has immeasurably raised the stock of both the champion and championship. It's also had a lot of run-of-the-mill kind of by-the-numbers stuff that you've already forgotten about. I'm Cy for What Culture Wrestling and here is every WWE championship reign from 2023 ranked. Number 17, Bianca Belair, WWE Women's Championship. Now, this should be specified, of course, I'm not talking about Belair's 400-day reign as she came into 2023, but actually her second, which lasted all of about five minutes. Of course, it's good booking 101. If you're going to have a cash-in, it needs to be a devious heel, striking when a hot baby face is at their weakest. Belair competing in a triple threat match, being cashed in on by EO Sky. It just made sense. Of course, I can't rank it any higher because it's not really a reign. It lasted all of about five minutes, so it's only on here to be thorough. Number 16, every WWE Women's Tag Team Championship reign. Okay, so maybe being thorough isn't the best option. Sometimes we need to not do that. Otherwise, I'd just be saying the same thing over and over again. Is that the women's tag division sucks. It's just pointless. Who's it even for? The fans don't care, and clearly the bookers don't care either, because there have been nine women's tag title matches so far this year at the time of speaking, which is only, you know, it's like three more matches than Roman Reigns has had all year. And Roman Reigns is just one guy. You've got an entire division of women that you could do some interesting stuff with with these tag titles. And instead, most of the duos that have had them haven't even successfully defended them once. Yes, there have been some unfortunate circumstances with injuries in the case of Sonya Deville and Lita, but it doesn't change the fact that this is the most forgettable title in perhaps the whole of wrestling. Number 15, Austin Theory, WWE United States Championship. This one goes to show that a long reign doesn't necessarily equal a good reign. Austin Theory is, in theory, the archetypal WWE superstar. He should be a massive success, and they've given him everything he needs to be a massive success. And with the United States title, he had wins over, you know, Edge, Cena, Sheamus, some big stars, and it just didn't connect ever at any point. It's hard to pin down exactly why. Maybe it's because it felt so inorganic and forced. It wasn't terrible. It was just incredibly bland. Putting the title on him didn't help his push, and his reign didn't do anything for the title. Number 14, Charlotte Flair, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Now known as the Women's World Championship, it was then known as the SmackDown Women's Championship, or as I like to call it, Charlotte's Homecoming Gift. There have been 3,000 days since Charlotte debuted in NXT, and for over a thousand of those, she's been champion. So yes, this is just another kind of 
tired reign in her history. There's not much to say about this one, to be honest. It is nice that she defended it against Sonya Deville, who at that point hadn't really had much in the way of championship contention, but it really just felt like a holding pattern for them to get to WrestleMania and have Ripley, you know, get her win back and take the belt from her, which was, again, the right decision, but it just meant that most people watching were just sort of waiting for this reign to be over. Number 13, Rhodes and Uso, WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championship. Zooming out, this is actually more of just a small step on a bigger story. Cody Rhodes is headed for collision with Roman Reigns, probably at WrestleMania, presumably, to finish the story. That's just the way that it's got to go at this point. And Uso, well, he needed something to do, and he kind of needed to prove himself after leaving the bloodline. And also, this is an interesting thing on his title win history, isn't it? Not just Jimmy and Jay Uso win the tag gold, but Uso and Rhodes, of all things. It only lasted nine days before it went back to whence it came with the Judgment Day, but it was fun while it lasted. And we did get that thing about you know, the Fastlane press conference thing where they were talking about having libations. I've watched that like two dozen times. I'll probably watch it again after this. That, 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 that was worth it for that. Number 12, Asuka, WWE Women's Championship. It's the bitter truth that there's always been a ceiling on what Asuka could achieve with the main roster, isn't there, really? Unfortunately, because she's one of the best women's wrestlers there is, but she's never won at WrestleMania. She's never really had that many engaging feuds. And this year wasn't really any different. They just kind of gave her some face paint and she got a little bit more over because people thought, you know, now's the time. And admittedly, they gave her the belt, obviously. But I think it was just convenience. She was there when Belair was kind of moving on to do something else. Because can you remember anything about the reign? This might be the most forgettable in, you know, this year in terms of runs. She had a couple of defenses that went under 10 minutes on SmackDown. It lasted about 70 days. I mean, of course it's not any higher than this, which is a shame. Number 11, Logan Paul WWE United States Championship. Considering this is the youngest title reign on this list, it's kind of hard to know exactly where to rank it and be fair. That being said, it felt like a big deal when Logan Paul won his first belt in WWE. Not only was it time to take it off Rey Mysterio, it's kind of been time that Logan Paul got his hands on a championship. This is not the same as WCW giving David Arquette the belt to promote a movie. Whatever you think of Logan Paul as a human being, he is talented in the ring. We can't deny it. He's really good at what he does. And more than that, not just in the ring, but like promotion wise, of course, this was for the headlines and there were the headlines, which is what WWE wanted. But also he's been kind of funny about it on social media, posting photos of him showering, wearing the belt and uh, saying on a podcast that he's been clapping cheeks wearing it. So I can't deny that it, it makes sense. Number 10, Rey Mysterio, WWE United States Championship. Mysterio rescuing the US title from Austin Theory's reign was a bit of an odd choice at first, but when you think about it, when you look at the stats, it's kind of nice. It makes it so that Rey Mysterio has won gold in four different decades, which, you know, is a cool footnote on his history, which when it comes to his career, he said himself that he's starting to wind things down. It's kind of meant to end next year in theory, I guess we'll see. So it's kind of hard to be mad at that. and. Considering it was quite a short reign and maybe not super memorable, it was used well in terms of setting up a future storyline with Santos Escobar in the LWO. We've now had that breakup. So as an impetus for a future storyline, it worked well. You know, this was one of those like, yeah, okay, you know, championship reigns. Not mind blowing, but it did what it needed to do. 
Number 9. The Judgment Day WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships If you took a break from WWE for 9 days then you would have not realised that Judgment Day dropped the belt to Rhodes and Uso and then got it back again. So rather than rank both of those reigns separately, let's just talk about them here together. And this would rank higher if not for the fact that it is still kind of early days yet. There's a lot more potential in this. There's a lot of great tag teams that Judgment Day could and should face in the future so fingers crossed for that but of course they needed to get tag gold and they need to keep on to it now they're the most over unit in wwe and they have been for quite some time so like Rey mysterio i mean more than Rey mysterio this makes absolute sense priest and balor as tag team champions not something that you necessarily would have considered a couple of years ago and the judgment day has really been one of those stables that's just come out of nowhere and just taking complete hold the edgelord frat house that they are you know what else makes sense purple straps give them the purple tag straps come on number eight owens and zayn wwe undisputed tag team championships belts are better when they're on heels is simply a fact because the baby face should be chasing that being said this needs to rank highly because it was a good 154 day reign with plenty of defenses against the like of you know imperium and pretty deadly but more than that what a feel-good moment. Just said about the Judgment Day kind of coming out of nowhere in the last couple of years. If you go back a couple of years and tell someone, yeah, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are like the two most over baby faces in WWE right now. You know, don't even drop Cody Rhodes. That would really... But I don't think they believe you. And we got here in the most organic way possible with the Sammy and Bloodline feud. We insert Kevin into that. It felt completely natural. And the indie darlings, these best friends for all this time, got a main event WrestleMania and win the tag gold together. One of the best feel-good moments of the year, so of course it's this high. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Number 7. EO Sky WWE Women's Championship 
EO Sky's championship reign has already ticked a bunch of boxes so far. Not only was it an exciting cash-in, it's always nice to have a new main roster champion. And obviously, EO Sky is just incredibly entertaining to watch. She's put in plenty of defenses since August against Selena Vega, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, that, you know, 20 minute or so match on SmackDown with Asuka, which was really good. And more than that, the fact that she's surrounded by her damage control stable mates has really helped her make up for any shortcomings that she might have on the promo scene by having, you know, Bailey on the stick. Um, and all of them together are clearly putting in the work to make something out of this women's championship, which up until this point in the year had been kind of dull. You know, Charlotte, Asuka, we talked about, no, a lot of interest. EO Sky, however, you've got me engaged. Number six, Roman Reigns, undisputed WWE Universal Championship. It's not been Roman's best year, really. Like, compared to 2022, he's had fewer title defenses, and he's also been on TV significantly less. So that's certainly hurt things. But when he has been around, well, the storylines have been divisive. Some people haven't enjoyed some of the bloodline extra twists and turns that, they, you know, there's one thing to not see it coming, and then there's another thing to be like, well, it doesn't really feel necessary. And when it comes to the ring work, some people have said that it's kind of crawled up its own bum a little bit and kind of slowed down a little bit too much in places, that kind of plodding drama that Roman Reigns has done really, really well. But have we seen all of it at this point? We are very long into this reign. And WWE should be commended for actually being able to stick to one thing for a very long time when they've been very guilty of throwing championships around quite willy-nilly at some points. So props to them for that, but yes, as important as the title now feels because of how few uh, defences there have been and how a big deal Roman Reigns feels, we are just kind of spinning wheels at this point until WrestleMania, presumably. Number five, Bianca Belair, WWE Raw Women's Championship. Watching Bianca Belair rise to the top of WWE over the last few years has been wonderful to watch. And obviously her 419 day reign, I think it was, from 2022 into 2023 is probably the highlight of her career thus far. And it really says a lot about how far she's come that she came into 2023 really feeling like a completely believable champion, considering she's only been on the main roster for a few years. She feels like a threat. She feels like a big deal. There is obviously a conversation to be had about whether or not she should have dropped the belt to Asuka at WrestleMania if she was going to do it and create a big moment. That being said, obviously they went to go with a different moment and they've etched Bianca Belair's name in history as one of the longest reigning women's champions of all time. It's tough to argue with that because the match quality is high and she's such a believable character. And obviously the incredible part is there's still a lot of upside there. She's got a lot of career ahead of her. So it'll be interesting to see where things go. But I think people are going to look back on this 419 day reign coming into 2023 as a real moment in her career. Number four, the Usos, WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championship. When ranking the best tag team title runs of all time, this is in the conversation. The Usos are one of the best tag teams of all time, but for them to have a previously unthinkable 622-day title reign, incredible stuff. It just made sense for them to unify the tag belts 
and it did make sense for them to main event WrestleMania. Taking the tag belts from being the thing that Vince McMahon often just kind of forgot existed, and very often when it came to WrestleMania was like on the kickoff show, on the pre-show, or at least very low down the card. It really speaks to the strength of the Usos' character work in the last year or two, and their work with Sami Zayn as well, to get people really behind that storyline. Their ring work has always been good, but it's gotten better and better. It all linked together to make a, I can't even, at this point, we're months out, I still can't believe it's real, a tag team title WrestleMania main event. And the Usos, of course, deserved it, not just for the 622 days that they had with the belts up to that point, but everything they've done throughout their careers to WrestleMania. How could this not be as high up as it is? Number three, Seth Rollins, WWE World Heavyweight Championship. The World Heavyweight title will always feel second best to Roman Reigns' Undisputed Championship. There's nothing that WWE or Seth Rollins can do about that. It's just a subconscious thing. That being said, they've both absolutely done their best in terms of the booking and the character work, the in-ring work. Seth Rollins, obviously, hugely over with his wacky character. He's, yeah, this bizarre macho man, babyface thing and also a trusted pair of hands. So as one of WWE's most prominent sort of spokespeople, it made sense to give him the belt and he's really, really won run with it. The matches that he's put on against the likes of Priest, Nakamura and so on have been highlights of the cards that they've been on, absolutely. And you know, when it comes to the rest of the championships, we talked a lot about heels having the belts. It is noteworthy to have a babyface champion and a, you know, a main event champion like that, which adds a little bit of an interesting different flavor to things, whether Seth Rollins is main eventing a show or playing second fiddle to Roman Reigns. Number two, Rhea Ripley, WWE Women's World Championship. When Ripley won the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship at WWE WrestleMania 39, Michael Cole let out his WWE, you know, speak of saying it was a star-making performance. Uh, okay, yes, he was kind of correct. What we didn't know is that 2023 would be the star-making year for Rhea Ripley. This year, like the hearts of simps everywhere, has absolutely belonged to Rhea Ripley. She's always been good in the ring, but she's only gotten better. Same with the microphone as well, she's really come into her own. Most importantly, she's just figured out how to maximise everything that she does when she comes through the curtain. Her character feels completely rounded out perfectly. And goes to show that she is in the top 10 best merch sellers of 2023 twice. Once with the Judgment Day, of course, but also she's the only female to appear in that list, which is quite an honor in itself. Being the lone female in an otherwise all-male stable usually comes with that sort of awkward additional wheel feeding where it's like, well, you're kind of the valet. Maybe we'll do a mixed tag. You do your own thing separate. It doesn't feel like that with Rhea Ripley. She's the center point of the most important stable in WWE, and she holds the gold. I assume forever. I can't imagine anyone beating her. At number one, Gunther, WWE Intercontinental Championship. One cannot envy whoever has to step into Gunther's shoes whenever he's done with the IC title and presumably moved on to the main event scene. No, a long reign doesn't necessarily equal a good reign, but Gunther's time with the Workhorse title has been about endlessly entertaining dominance from June of 2022 until the present day. In fact, of course, by virtue of coming into the year by champion, Gunther has had the most title defenses of any champion with their prize so far, 
this year and their guaranteed card highlights. He's raised the stock of the mid-card and the Intercontinental Championship and also very rarely has a heel ever been allowed to be this dominant. Like usually it's a lot of cheating. With Gunther, no he's just big and scary. Not bad for a guy that came up into the main roster as part of Survivor Series 2019 and was immediately buried. Sorry for bringing that memory back up. We are a far cry from that though. Gunther is massively over and the IC title is massively over because of him. Not only has he the longest reign of all time, he actually has a chance if he takes that belt all the way to WrestleMania of having the most combined days with it ever. What a huge turnaround. We're a far cry now from worrying about the future of Gunther. The future is bright and full of chest slaps and brutal lariats. That's every championship title reign of WWE in 2023 ranked. Let me know what your favorites and least favorites are down in the comments below, of course. Here's a video appearing on screen now, which you should click to stay with us here. You'll enjoy it, I promise. I've been Cypher World Culture and have a good week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.